0: Buddy Mike micro back here, and uh, we are moving into one of the last two parts of the book, the Emeth and the Emeth Revisited. Now, I'm pulling my notes from the original Emeth book that I used years ago to help fix my company and straighten a lot of pieces up. The new book out there is the Emeth Revisited, so feel free to take a look at that, and it's actually a better read, easier read. But I'm pulling my notes from the original book that I studied. Chapter 18 is your systems. Strategy. Chapter 18 is your system strategy. One of the things we've talked about is systems, systems, and then more systems, okay? And um, he's coming back to even defining what a system is here. A system is a set of things, actions, ideas, information that interact with each other and in so doing alter other systems. So systems affect other systems, all right? Systems are kind of a preset way that things work in a lot of different directions. And so basically he says, in short, everything's a system. He says, my office is a system. The way we answer the phones is a system. My car is a system. You know, when I'm talking with home inspectors, I tell them we inspect systems all the time. We inspect heating and air conditioning systems and plumbing systems and structural systems. What I do as a coach is I try to take a look at the business system, especially the marketing system inside the business system to help move forward. He says that there are three kinds of systems, and he's absolutely correct. There are the hard systems, soft systems, and information systems. Now, the hard systems are those inanimate, unliving things, kind of like our vans or the colors that we use, okay? And the uh, soft systems are the animate, living, or ideas. And he said a a soft system might be the script, like for Hamlet, as he says here. And then the information systems are those systems that provide us with information, about the interaction of the other two. The hard systems and the soft systems uh, working together. So the hard systems is pretty straightforward. The hard systems is probably one of the biggest parts and You might take a look at it. So, for instance, I am very blessed now because we have an 8,000-square-foot office, and I have the studio inside my office. All of this is a system. And inside our office, we have these whiteboards and all this that you write on with uh, dry-erase markers. I just bought some more dry-erase markers the other day. He talks about in... His office, they had the dry erase boards as well, and they were using markers on them. And part of their system was that after somebody was done with a meeting room or set up or whatever, part of their job was to clean off the whiteboards. Now, the whiteboards didn't have edges, and and they had white walls. And so what happened was they would end up with all this blue smudge and everything up on the walls and everything. Now, I will tell you, some people have literally taken the whole walls and turned them nowadays into whiteboards. We actually have a an Airbnb that we have right across from our office here, and on one wall, it's all basically a whiteboard. But in the old days, and even in this office, uh, we still have some whiteboards that are set. And what he was trying to do was he was saying, hey, we need to clean off the boards, and they would clean off the boards, but it would leave smudges on the walls, and it became quite a problem. And for like three, four weeks, they were working on this, trying to figure out how do we fix this, because we want a nice, clean office. And they worked on it, they worked on it, they worked on it. They tried to tell people how important it was to clean it up, how to do this, and how to do that. And it really became quite a nuisance. And then finally, somebody had an idea that they put into place, and immediately created a hard system that solved all of those problems. All they did was they took the whiteboards that were up there and put a clear piece of lucite all the way around it. So when they're cleaning off the boards, now it's not going onto the walls. And they're not writing on that lucite, so there's no writing on it they have to clean off too. And so they put about four inches all the way around. So just think about that the two necessary uh, components of conflict, the essential conditions for innovation, and then the conditions gave birth to a new system. And that third component basically was needed to translate conflict into a remedial action or will, all right? So by extending four inches out from each side of the board, that lucite collar literally stopped the blue ink carnage, as he calls it here, in its tracks, okay? And in one fell swoop with that system, and I want you to understand, when you put systems into your business, this sort of thing's going to happen, too. In that one fell swoop, the walls were clean, our people were delighted, and the clients were amazed. You know, one of the best things that ever happened to me, and it happened a lot, was is this a franchise? Okay? People were asking me if my business was a franchise. I love that question because it told me I was building a real prototype that could become a franchise at some point. And I actually thought about making it a franchise. And then I decided not to, I decided to coach individual companies. And so I'm kind of the unfranchised model. I'm the unfranchised prototype though. I mean, we still teach you everything a franchise would teach you, actually so much more than the average franchise would teach. But all of it comes down to what kind of systems do we have in our business to help make sure that those things happen. So a hard system for producing a human and totally integrated result. What kind of hard systems are you putting into your business? The purpose of that system was to free you up from having to worry about the blue smudges on the wall all the time. And so I built a lot of systems inside the home inspection, the routine of the home inspection, the way we wrote the report, all of that to make things easier and uh, you know Gary Keller had the book out called The One Thing and one of the things he said in there was what's one thing you can do that will make everything else or make other things unnecessary or at least make things easier and those are systems and so when you build those it becomes very powerful in fact I like to call them stackables because some systems you're always tweaking with but some systems like that lucite collar okay once they did it it was done they never had to do it again that's a stackable. And I love that. So going on to the second part with soft systems. All right. So we all know that things need to be sold. So how are you going to get things sold? And here's one of those things that uh, we hear all the time. 80% of, well, in this case, 80% of our sales are produced by 20% of the people. All right. And I will tell you that probably, you know, a large percentage of your Uh, business that comes in is done and created by 20 percent of what you do to help create that business. Now when you understand that and you start understanding which parts are creating that business, what you really find out is that that 20 percent is a system. 20 percent that creates 80 percent of your work is a system and what I created of course was what we call the Big Bang Marketing System. The Big Bang Marketing System creates over 80% of all the phone calls that we receive, and it's a pretty cool thing. And when you set it up, you need a selling system of, of some sort. Now, inside the chapter, he goes into a whole selling system about identification of you know a specific benchmarks, the literal scripting of words. You've got to make sure that you have that built into your system, the creation of the various materials to be used when you're doing certain scripts, the memorization of the scripts, and the delivery of each script by your people. So we actually have right now out, we have two people out there marketing for our business. We're trying to teach all of them different scripts, scripts that do different things. And some of those scripts are not just to get people to refer business to us, but to set it up so that we can come in and do presentations at their real estate office. And let me say this very carefully, quickly, but carefully. The number one way to build your business is by presentations. The number one way to build your business is by presentations. Here's the good news is you don't have to do those presentations, but those presentations need to be done by you and or some kind of a salesperson or marketing person, okay? We're now actually calling our marketing people marketing coaches because they go in and try to teach people how to help market their business. So the power selling system is built up of a couple of parts. One is the structure and then the substance. The structure is what you do. And then the substance is how you do it. And if you think about that, it's the same thing with your home inspection, okay? Your home inspection is what you do, but the substance is how you do it. And we've all heard, you know, it's not what you say, but how you say it. The same type of thing inside of this selling system they help create here. And by the way, the reason they mention the selling system here is because it's one of the most powerful systems that you will need to move your company forward. Whether you stay a single man operation or whether you become a multi-inspector firm if you do not have a powerful selling system or a system that helps people that want to refer you then your business is going to be in in serious trouble and then he has three parts about the selling system that he talks about here is the appointment presentation the needs analysis presentation and then the solutions presentation and so there's broken down into three parts The appointment presentation is one of the important. So as our marketing people are going out there to the offices, their job, besides just letting people know who we are and all that good stuff, their main job is to schedule appointments, appointments for presentations. Now, they can be one-on-one, but even more importantly are when we do group presentations, and you want to try to make sure that you have that worked up. And he says here, The appointments, the purpose of an appointment presentation is one thing and one thing only. I love it when we get that type. And that is to set up a presentation or set up an appointment as they're talking about here. And then they go through some of the scripts that they're using uh, to do all of that. But, you know, I also try to tell people the purpose of your brochure, the purpose of your business card has one purpose and one purpose only. And that's to make the phone ring. Your presentations really have one purpose and one purpose only, and that's for people to put us on the list to recommend to their clients. Your marketing, as you walk in and out of the real estate office, your Big Bang Marketing has a lot of purposes, but it's real essence. The real essence, the one and one thing only that I really want the Big Bang Marketing to do is help us to be able to schedule, you know, presentations at the offices or help us set up appointments for one-on-one with agents either way all right. but when you understand that then that's pretty cool and then they go in and talk about the need analysis presentation and we're not going to go into that too much because it doesn't really apply to us in the home inspection world but really as you're going through the presentation what you're trying to do is find out what their needs are and find out if you can meet their needs now For instance, if I'm talking to a group of insurance agents instead of real estate agents, their needs are completely different. And we may not even be able to meet their needs here in Texas. And, you know, if you were in Florida, might be a completely different thing, especially with the four point inspections and things like that. But you want to make sure that your presentation, your needs analysis presentation works so well, but not at what it does, but the impact it will have on the prospect. So when we do a presentation at the real estate offices, my number one objective is what kind of impact will it have on the people there that can refer business to the future? And he goes into the first, the second, the third, the fourth, fifth, all of these different steps. I'm not going to go into all of them. The big thing is, though, is that what you're trying to do is make sure upon the completion of that presentation is that they want to refer you to their clients and everything. And this particular instance is talking about something else. And then the solutions presentation. The solutions presentation is the easiest component, all right? Because if you've done part one right, and if you've done part two right, which is if you've done the appointment presentation right, and if you've done the need analysis presentation right, the solutions presentation is like a no-brainer. It's like a gimme, okay? And so it's the easiest because if you've done your job effectively up to this point, they've already decided they're going to refer you. In this particular situation, they say they've already decided that they're going to buy from you, that the sale is already made. In the home inspection business, it's a little bit different because of the way it sets up, because of the way they work with their clients and everything. But we want to make sure that they feel comfortable in simply referring us, okay? The last system is the information systems. And an information system basically helps the hard systems and the soft systems work together. And in the information system, he actually lists like 13 parts here uh, of this, but really they're benchmarks or goals that you want to set. So, for instance, how many calls were made? How many offices did you visit? All right. I teach people that you need to be visiting 10 offices per week per inspector to help meet your numbers and growing the business. And if you're in hyper growth or want to be in hyper growth, a lot of my coaches would say, hey, you need to be visiting. 15 offices a week to make sure that you're getting business. And then how many prospects were reached? And then how many appointments were scheduled? Uh, and then how many appointments were confirmed? And in my case, I would say not just appointments, but presentations, all right? Uh, and then how many presentations were held? And then did you do the need analysis presentation? Did you go through with them and find out you know, what it is they need and can you provide it for them? Here's the good news is, We know they need us. Okay. And then how many were confirmed and then how many were completed on doing those need analysis or in this case, the presentations. Okay. And then how many presentations were scheduled? How many presentations were confirmed on this second part? And how many solutions presentations were completed? So keep in mind, again, they had three parts. They had the appointment presentation, they had the need analysis presentation, and then they had the uh, the sales presentation or the solutions presentation. Ours are slightly different. What we have is the, the marketing to get us scheduled to speak at the real estate offices. Then we have the presentation we do at the office, which is different than they, what they talk about here as well. And I'll talk about that more when I start going into my book, which is what the, we're gonna do after this book. So I'm gonna go in and start getting into even more nitty gritty uh, of what we're doing here, okay? And then of course, how many solutions were sold? Well, how many inspections did you do? How many people are putting you on their list now? And what was the average dollar value of those solutions? I think that people miss that. So often I ask them, what's your average uh, home inspection? And a lot of times they go, oh, somewhere between $300 and $500. That's not an average. That's a ballpark, okay? An average would be $433.87. That's an average. And and honestly, you should know that number. And if you think you don't need to know that number, well, you're kind of kidding yourself because you can't fix numbers or improve numbers that you don't really know. And so we measure that number specifically specifically. Among a bunch of others, but that one specifically so that we know that we're improving on it. One of the things I love is when I'm working with coaching members a lot of times is that their average will literally go up because they didn't know that they needed to know that number. But as soon as they did, and as soon as they start putting into place some of the systems that we talk about, especially with the big bang marketing, then what happened was that particular part, that particular number would start growing for them. Uh, It's not uncommon for our guys to do $100 more on average than what they're currently doing. And uh, I look forward to being able to help you with that or you figuring that out uh, as you're going as well. So it's absolutely essential that you begin to think of your business as an integrated system. So we've been talking about systems throughout the book, right? And so approach every part of your business as though it were separate from all the rest would be lunacy, would be lunacy, would be crazy, would be ludicrous. One of my favorite words, ludicrous. It would be ludicrous to think of each part of the business separately and that it is separate. No, it's all interactive, okay? Because everything in your business affects everything else in your business. So when you think about the primary aim that we talked about, when you think about the strategic objective and your organizational strategy and your management strategy and your people strategy and your marketing strategy, and your systems strategy, okay, all of them are totally interdependent rather than independent, all right? And so it's important to understand that. And then the success of your business development program totally depends on your acceptance of that integration. And that integration is your prototype, okay? That's what you're using to take it into the whole next level. All right. Well, that's all today. We're going to come back and then we're going to finish up bringing the dream back to American business. And we're going to finish it up and go through this last little part. I'm excited to do that. And then what I'm going to do is start on my book that I put together probably, I don't know, 15 years ago. And it's got so much simple basics that you can put into place in your business as well. So this has been a lot of fun and it's so much fun helping you understand how important systems are. Please don't forget that my business almost imploded because I was running the businesses on a personality, not on a system. And I want to make sure that you're not running your business on just a personality. And by the way, a personality will help. A personality will help you build the right systems and do a lot of those different parts of it. I am building new systems every single day, either in our home inspection business or some of the other businesses that we run here. And so I want to make sure you're doing the same thing. Well. As I always love to say, be successful and be around those that are successful. The more systems you put in place, the easier it is to be successful. And the more successful people you're around, the better systems you're going to discover and how easy it is to put some of those in your business as well. Have a great day. Talk with you again soon. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the podcast and as a friendly reminder, if you're looking to increase your sales, improve your cash flow and boost your bottom line as a home inspector, go to MicroReturns.com right now.